Welcome to the Politics of Fish podcast, the American Sport Fishing Association's bi-weekly podcast covering the people, organizations, and issues that impact the recreational fishing industry. I'm your host, Mike Leonard, Vice President of Government Affairs for ASA. On this episode, my guest is Martha Gaius, ASA's Southeast Fisheries Policy Director. Martha's been on the podcast a couple times before to talk about issues in her region, but this time she's on to talk about something a little different, the experience of testifying before Congress. Martha is with me here in Washington, D.C., where just yesterday she testified at the subcommittee hearing of the House Natural Resources Committee. Testifying in front of Congress isn't something everyone gets to do. In fact, most people probably wouldn't want to anyway, but I thought it would be interesting to get Martha's insights into what the experience was like from start to finish. We talk about the process of preparing testimony, meeting with congressional offices beforehand to expect what issues different members might bring up, what it's like when the lights come on and the hearing starts, and what this all means for how ASA is viewed on Capitol Hill. I've been alongside Martha throughout this process, and even still, I learned a lot from her during this interview, and I'm sure you will too. So let's dive in. Okay, on this episode of the Politics of Fish podcast, I'm happy to be joined in person here in the ASA podcast studio. We were joking about that not actually being a studio, but we're just in an empty room that has uh, some equipment in it. But um, with Martha Gaius, who's here in town from Florida uh, and has been spending some time on Capitol Hill. So welcome, Martha. Looking forward to talking about what this little roller coaster has been like. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's it's very nice to be here in person. Different yeah. recording in person uh, as opposed to remotely. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think I've done like three or <laughs> four of these. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're putting that second microphone to use for, for once. Um, so you are up here to testify at a House Natural Resources uh, subcommittee hearing. This is the Subcommittee on Water, Wildlife, and Fisheries, or WWF, which I don't think was coincidental that the acronym turned out that way. It is always a interesting, raucous subcommittee, so probably an appropriate title. Um, they had an oversight hearing yesterday afternoon titled Benefits and Access, the Necessity for Multiple Use of Water Resources, and you were one of four witnesses at that subcommittee hearing, um, which covered a wide range of topics. So we're hoping today to talk a little bit more. We can maybe get into some of what you talked about, but I thought it might be neat to kind of do the behind the scenes, what it's like from like start to finish of testifying before Congress. It's not something everybody gets to do in their life. Um, so kind of a neat experience, but also there's a lot that goes into it. So for folks that are maybe interested in knowing uh, what all went on be beyond the five minutes of oral testimony and, and showing up. Um, thought it might be kind of cool to talk about all that. So um, I guess we can start back to the origins of, so we've got the new Congress that's come in, new House uh, leadership with Republicans taking over the gavel. And, um, you know, especially as uh, committees start to get underway, they tend to sort of set the stage with, Here's what we're going to cover and do oversight hearing oversight hearings on not just the main issues, but also the approach that the new majority is going to take with handling those issues. So how did this all come about in terms of this hearing and you getting invited to the extent uh, we ever learned any of that? Well, uh, a few weeks ago when I was at the Miami International Boat Show um, was chatting with uh, Center for Sport Fishing Policy Director Jeff Andrews, and he indicated that there was interest in highlighting some of our issues within the subcommittee, which is, you know, which is great. And uh, there may be an opportunity to testify in a hearing. And so just kind of first heard about it then, wasn't sure exactly what the topic was going to be other than just highlighting our 
fish. Yes, sport fishing. <laughs> Yay, love that. Yeah. Uh, talking about our community. Um, and so I think as uh, the subcommittee staff went through their process, talked to the boss, the uh, subcommittee chairman, Benz, and others, of course, um, they decided that they wanted to use this hearing, which I think was their first hearing of the subcommittee in the new Congress, just as an introduction to all of the issues that they uh, are going to be covering in this Congress. So it was a pretty wide-ranging hearing. Um, most of the folks there on the panel were from the West covering, you know, they had somebody representing farm interests, hydropower, the minority witness was worked in kind of water issues, but also was a tribal representative. And yeah, let me, me, I'll uh, quickly just go through who those were. It was uh, Scott Corwin, who was executive director of the Northwest Public Power Association. So you yeah, had the, the hydropower witness mm -hmm. yourself. Dan Keppen, who is executive director of the Family Farm Alliance out of Oregon, although they seem to cover more than just Oregon, because we yeah. talked a lot about California yeah. there. Uh, and then Amy Cordalis, who is with the Yorick Tribe, uh, Klamath, California. So yeah, a lot of Western focus, yeah. but also a pretty big diversity of topics there. For sure. So having that kind of grab bag, I don't know, <laughs> I guess grab bag's not the word, because it is kind of overarching. These are big themes within the committee, but... Um, having that be the focus, I guess, what was it like, especially being from the Southeast, but knowing that national level topics were going to come up? Uh, how did you sort of weigh, you know, ASA is a national group, but you're also the Southeast person. We'll, we'll all went into the the thinking of how to approach that. Yeah. So in terms of, okay, what do we want to talk about with testimony? You know, we knew that, you know, members of the subcommittee were interested or have a particular interest in a lot of the things that were going on in the Southeast. You know, they we knew they wanted to talk about access and access challenges and the fishery. So certainly have plenty of issues to choose from in the Southeast in that regard. Um, so we took the approach of highlighting, we knew that highlighting some of the things we knew they were going to talk about. Um, and then, you know, just our priorities in, in our written testimony. And then in my uh, prepared testimony at the hearing itself, but then beyond that, uh, had to think about, okay, this is a pretty wide ranging hearing. Um, and each member that attends the hearing has five minutes to ask witnesses questions. And so <laughs> uh, had to think a little bit big and broadly prepare for questions that may come out of left field. Um, certainly with all the, you know, focus on the West from you know, there are several members from California on the committee, certainly lots of witnesses representing Western issues. You know, that's certainly not my wheelhouse, even though we as an association and as an industry engage on those issues. So uh, my thought was I probably should not try to punt and guess to the answers to some of those questions in, in the hearing itself. You know, uh, my approach to the hearing, you know, in terms of speaking at it was, okay, if a member is asking me a question, I certainly want the member to look good, but I would also like to represent our association and the industry well. So probably the best approach was to take those questions in writing uh, and just punt them that way. So um. <laughs> yeah, the, the subcommittee makeup, um, I mean, really the committee as a whole, it has historically and still largely is like a Western mm -hmm. focused mm -hmm. subcommittee. I mean, I think that when, so Bruce Westerman's the chairman of the full committee, uh, Cliff Benz from Oregon's the subcommittee chairman, but like Westerman, I think is the farthest east 
chairman that that committee's ever had. Interesting. Like he's yeah. pointed out that Arkansas is still west of the Mississippi, but still <laughs> just barely. Uh, it is historically a, a very western, just given how many public lands are out there yeah. and how much you know water and um, drought issues end up taking up so much of that committee's time. But we are seeing, especially at this Congress, more East Coast Mm-hmm. Uh, Southeast representation. There's members from Rhode Island, a couple from Florida, Georgia. Of course, we got Garrett Grace from Louisiana. So um, Jerry Carl from South Alabama. So we do have, especially for your region, a decent chunk of the membership mm-hmm. that not to say they don't care about Western water issues, but they've got their own set issues in the Southeast. Absolutely. So I think it was maybe, the, I think that was part of the calculation of putting this uh, hearing together was, you know, by nature, the committee is going to talk about Western water and drought and mm-hmm. water storage and all that stuff. And I think that was also some of the benefit of having you not <laughs> represent. Absolutely, yeah. Because <laughs> those issues tend to get kind of, uh, well, all of our issues are tricky, but those especially, and especially given you, know, you were the Republican witness on Western water stuff, especially things like California salmon. We don't often align with Republican members of that committee who are more interested in water use for agriculture uh, and and those types of things, whereas we like to see the water stay uh, in the rivers for fish support. So it did give us a little bit of an escape valve yeah. <laughs> when those questions came up. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, not not my region, but uh, we're happy to get back to you later. Yeah, exactly. So um, knowing that diversity of subcommittee membership and like, you know, going in, not every single member is going to show up, but you have to kind of prepare in case they, <laughs> they do. Um what all went into the prep work beforehand as opposed to just showing up and seeing what members say? Yeah. So luckily we have fairly good relationships with a lot of the offices of the members that serve on that committee. So uh, it was a lot of outreach and saying, Hey, guess what? We're going to be testifying in this hearing. You know, I'd love to meet with you and hear, you know, you know what y'all are interested in talking about. Um, and so Luckily, we're able to coordinate with several offices ahead of time, some of which attended the hearing, some did not, some asked questions, some did not, and that's all fine. So that was very helpful in understanding the range of issues that might come up because it totally could have been a grab bag. And it was a little bit of a grab bag, (laughs) Um, you know, because everybody's kind of coming at whatever the issues are that they want to bring up from their own angle. And so like, just as an example, uh, you know, Congresswoman Luna, she talked about um, in, in her testimony and then in her questioning, she was highlighting the, you know, U.S. fisheries versus foreign nations fisheries. And, you know, how are we comparing to other nations in terms of how we're managing fisheries, which, you know, United States is a leader in conservation and of fisheries and fisheries management. So, so yeah, it was good to kind of understand where they were coming from ahead of time in a lot of cases. That was great. Yeah. And I think for the members themselves, I, I don't want to act like the whole thing's totally choreographed, but the more prep mm-hmm. work you can do mm-hmm. <laughs> so that the members that are asking questions yeah. get. Yeah, they get fulfilling answers, right? So um, we're giving what, giving them what they, not necessarily what they want to hear, <laughs> but at least trying to fully answer their questions. Yeah. And that was the diversity of things that came up, I think was neat because it sort of reflected the diversity of what ASA yeah. works on, uh, whether it was issues in your region or national issues that may impact the Southeast or again, things on the West coast that we just sort of deflected and we'll get back to you on. Uh, but at least it showed the relevance. And I don't know, I'd have to go back and look, what would you say among the four witnesses? Did it feel like you were getting 
I don't think you got the least attention. I felt like you were up there in terms of maybe getting the most questions. Yeah. So uh, at first when questioning began, it was a lot of Western water and I, I could see some of the members that were there that I was expecting questions from had to go jet off to go handle other things. So I'm like, huh, well, maybe I'm going to be quiet in this part of the hearing. But then a couple of members came in and I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, So it was funny after the hearing adjourned, uh, one of the witnesses that was sitting next to me was like, oh, you were in the hot seat. I'm like, well, (laughs) well, I was in the hot seat, but you know, the, once I, the people that I knew were going to have questions came in for me, they, they asked questions of me. So um, I think we had a fair amount of airtime, I yeah. think. So it was good. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I guess sort of jumped ahead a little bit there. So the hearing starts and members make it, well, the ranking member and the chairman make introductory remarks mm-hmm. for five minutes. It's all five minute blocks. And then the four witnesses go and give testimony. So your testimony is five minutes. Mm-hmm. The written testimony was 12 pages. So yes. <laughs> what's that like in terms of here's all the stuff we want to say, but we got to say it in five minutes. Yeah. So um, yeah, we had 12 pages of testimony. It could have been longer, mm-hmm. uh, but edited that down because, you know, we really cut really five topics, right? So we talked about, we talked about four Southeast specific issues, but then also just a broad introduction to this is who we are. Mm-hmm. This is recreational fishing. This is our industry. So um Really, the writing the written testimony is sort of for me was an opportunity to like do the deeper dive into okay, here's how I may uh, answer questions that may come up about you know more weedy weedy questions about the topics that we're talking about. But really, when it was time to prepare the my spoken remarks, I mean, you kind of have to throw the twelve pages out the window a little mm-hmm. bit and really go big picture. Like, okay, let me talk about each of these issues for, you know, 30 seconds, basically, right. you know, so by the time you, by the time you spit out, you know, your uh, introduction, that's a minute. <laughs> at some point you probably need to say thank you at the end. So that cuts a little bit yeah. off as well. And so it really was just like the bulleted list of here's some stuff. Very high level. Interested. Yes. Very high level. Service. Very high level. Yeah. Cause what your written, your oral testimony was like, what a page and a half maybe uh yeah a little more than a page and a half okay so uh, 12, 12 pages to a page and a half yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah a lot of cutting out details yeah so uh you know i started of course you know okay i, I printed out my 12 pages and just started xing out big chunks of it trying to circle things like need to keep this in there this is our take-home message or this is our ask right um and then really yeah a lot of condensing practicing things. Okay. I'd get it down to like four pages. Let me see how long it takes me to read. Where, where do I, where I read for five minutes, where do I stop? Okay. We've got a lot still to cut. So it's a lot of reading, cutting, reading, cutting. I was um, at the South Atlantic council meeting during this. So um, during the meeting itself, I could cut, but I could not read. So did, did a lot of the reading in the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual, like, actual reading and then more the editing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Reading out loud. Cause yeah, you can't, Reading in your head doesn't work. Whispering to yourself doesn't work. You have to uh, do it in the manner that you would be doing it at the table. So um, at least for me. Yeah. So uh, and and it was conveyed to me that, you know, five minutes is five minutes and that, that's the end. So I think um, you were like four minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah, minutes, so. Time, yeah. So that was good. I which I wanted to leave myself some time because 
you know, I talk slower, but I can read quickly if I need to. So I wanted to give myself a little bit of cushion in case, you know, I uh, started a little bit slower than I maybe would need to, to read. Yeah, it's one thing in your hotel it. room when lights mm-hmm. come on, you're never quite sure what that's going to be like. Yeah, yeah. So. If I was like, just peeking off my the top of my head, the cadence would have been slower, you know, but to to read through it. Or I didn't also want to give myself cushion in case I get tongue-tied somewhere, you know, yeah. and just have to repeat stuff. So anyhow. Yeah, I'd say it's definitely better to come in a little bit under than over because once yeah, yeah. that red light comes on of your yeah, five minutes... Like- yeah. I think everybody gets uncomfortable. Like, oh, how long is this going to go on? Are they going to have to get cut off? Yeah. The, ch- be in that position. the chairman was gracious. There were a couple of witnesses that went a couple, a little bit over and he was gracious enough to let them go. But as the hearing progressed and members, they also have five minutes to you know make their points and ask questions. The chairman was like, okay, we're done. Yeah. So <laughs> once it got to like five 30, he's mm-hmm. like, all right, we're mm-hmm. wrap this up. Mm-hmm. So, um, so as much as you prepare, so you do your testimony, you practice, practice, practice. We do all the prep work with other Hill offices, know what's going on. What was it like, like when those lights come on nerve wise? Because, I mean, you speak often at council meetings and commission meetings. I mean, you do this type of thing a lot. But speaking in that type of a formal setting with members of Congress up there, what was it like? I mean, I was more nervous in the preparation. I knew once... You know, I, I've yeah, given lots of presentations, have had to speak off the cuff at contentious meetings quite mm-hmm. often. So, you know, uh, Golf Council was great practice for this, uh, presenting to the commission, you know, to people when I worked for FWC was great practice for this. Yeah, Talking I don't to know people that- of, an, of authority that um, and and normally when I am presenting, I try not to read. And so this I'm like, but. At the golf council, I was as a committee chair, I would have to read reports like this. So mm-hmm. um, I'm like, okay, all I need to do is read this. I know I can read it under five minutes. Ain't no thing. So, and then it was, I was more worried about the questions after just because who knows what in the world people are going to ask. Yeah. I think we got to like maybe 80% of them we expected, but then there was that 20%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, you just don't know who's going to come and what they're going to say. Yeah. Whether but, they're going to read from the notes they were given or not. Yeah. But even when it came, when it got to the questions part where the members, you know, they each have five minutes, pretty much every, you know, first of all, you know, who's who the question's coming from because the chairman recognizes the member for five minutes. And most of the members, you know, took a few seconds to make, make a couple points, kind of introduce where their line of questioning is going to come from. And so that kind of gave me a minute to figure out, okay, number one, is this person going to be talking to me? Um, First couple people did not. They asked questions relative to Western issues, farming, hydropower, whatever. And then, uh, so yeah, it was, uh, it was not like total like popcorn session, which is nice, which is actually different from what I'm used to Uh, sitting at the council table or being at the podium at a commission meeting where, you just don't really know where what's coming next. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, actually it was, I felt good during the hearing. So. Yeah, I was going to say, if you could handle a room full of like angry fishermen, members of Congress, you know, that should be a piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so what was um, the most, I don't know, was there anything like surprising, unexpected, interesting that came out of your time up there that again, as much prep work as you do, you just, 
never know until the moment happens what it's really going to be like. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple of questions that I wasn't expecting. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there was uh, one line of questioning where I, I don't know that we were connecting. I don't know that the member got the answers that they wanted, but I think it was I think we both ended up looking fine in the end, hopefully. So, yeah, I think <laughs> everyone was trying to be helpful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody's, you know. Yeah, it was nice that there were several members, um, Congressman uh, Case and then Congressman Huffman. Uh, they um, and then uh, Congressman Levin also actually. Uh, they all uh, complimented ASA mm -hmm. and highlighted areas and bills where we have been able to work together to get things across the finish line or advance conservation priorities. So, so that was really nice. Yep, having members on both sides of the aisle, you know, recognize that we can be valuable partners with them was really cool. So. Yeah, that's I was really thrilled to see that too of uh again even though Republican witness mm -hmm. you had members mm -hmm. from across not only thanking ASA but like talking about our issues, knowing about our issues. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you're never quite sure with fisheries whether <laughs> anybody up here is paying attention or know that we exist, but I think that was a testament to the fact that mm -hmm. you know, we have built those relationships and raised awareness that uh, folks know who we are and know about the issues, whether mm -hmm. they nail the questions <laughs> the way they should ask them or not. Something in their head at least registers that, yeah, this is an important constituency and mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. should be here talking about it. Uh, yeah, it seemed like there was pretty, I mean, I I went in with sort of low expectations in terms of member participation, but I feel like at various points you had, I don't know, probably a dozen, maybe more yeah. committee yeah. members there. Mm -hmm. uh, not all stuck around to ask questions, but. I think it was diversity of, you know, Virginia, Florida, mm -hmm. um, Western states. So, yeah, when the, the question time comes, you're never sure yeah. <laughs> what, where are they going? And uh, even if they start with the hydropower folks, the next thing could come straight. To yeah. You. So you're on your toes the whole time. Yes. Yes. The whole thing was what, about two hours? Yeah, about two hours. Yeah. Long, so. long two hours. But uh, <laughs> and it's available online if anyone wants to see it. I think we've got a press release going out uh, later this morning. Folks that uh, want to take a look. So the hearing ends, and then now what? I guess there's a possibility for written questions. Um, yeah, that's um, I've I've worked in the, behind the scenes on these before at FWC, where helping to prepare testimony, and then usually, you know, for I don't know, I guess there's a few days where members can submit questions right. um, to the witnesses, and I don't know. Well, I assume we'll get a couple of those, and we'll have a few days to respond to those and all that gets submitted into the record for the hearing. Um, and that's that, yeah. I think. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the the neat things about this is you will forever be in the congressional record. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in an office yesterday. It was one of the committee offices and they had just like moved into a new space and the walls were all covered with these huge <laughs> thick books of all congressional records going back decades. So one of those is going to have this hearing and have Martha in there with your testimony. And Very exciting. We'll always be locked in. So, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I guess in terms of how Congress operates on these. So this was an oversight hearing. Um, there's probably gonna be a lot more oversight hearings in that committee on more contentious mm -hmm. subjects going forward. Um, and then you'll have legislative hearings and then you'll have committee markups. So this was really just, again, sort of setting the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Broadly, there really wasn't much specific legislation that came up. I mean, a few members talked about, mm -hmm. like you mentioned, Mike Levin, he has a Coastal Estuary Research Program Act bill he mentioned. But again, it was more kind of thematic discussion. Yes, exactly. So, you know, again, we're early in the Congress. There will surely be legislative mm -hmm. hearings that come up, at least hopefully, on uh, on more of our issues. But having you there setting the stage 
Um, you know, again, for the first hearing of the subcommittee for witnesses and the fact that we were one of them, not just fisheries, but the fact that, you know, ASA was there, I think is hopefully a testament to the fact that this won't be the one bite at the apple and working with the committee. And yeah, yeah. this is just the beginning for this Congress of us, you know, hoping to have a seat at the table and maybe next time talk about more specifics. Yeah, and- absolutely. I was grateful to be there and grateful that they were, you know, kind enough to recognize us and want to talk about our issues. That's that's always a good thing, I think. Yeah. And that we came away, not, uh, I don't think we made any enemies in the process. And uh, again, that showed that we can work across the aisle and have, have friends all over the place. So mm-hmm. there's not very many people that are actually against fishing. They're <laughs> sometimes against our issues, but um, anyway, we, we tend to be a friend, friendly face up there. So, well, cool. Well, that was, uh, it was great to have you up there, Martha. You did a great job. Well-represented ASA. Um, the, uh, the great balancing act of providing substance where you had it and <laughs> deflecting where you needed to, which is just the right way to handle it. So, um, so cool. I'm sure it was a uh, interesting and hopefully um, probably not fun, but at least a uh, enriching experience. Something yes. you won't forget. <laughs> Next time I, I would not recommend doing this during the week of a council meeting, but yeah. <laughs> other than that, all good. So, <laughs> well, it was probably kind of neat being at the South Atlantic council. I'm like, all right, peace out. I'm heading to go testify yeah. for Congress. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. yeah. So uh, yeah, I was there for the day where I really needed to be there. I think missed public testimony but they know where we are anyway so it's all good yeah. So. <laughs> yeah so cool well traveling all over but um this was a, hopefully a worthwhile trip yes so. absolutely well thanks for sharing all those insights behind the scenes uh hopefully folks came away learning a little bit more i always learn myself every time I mean, i've been on the back end of a lot of folks testifying but it's it's a, an adventure each time but um cool seeing how the sausage gets made mm-hmm, absolutely so, all right well i know you got to head back to to florida here in a little bit and i gotta take you to the airport so <laughs> so we'll wrap up there but uh great seeing you and thanks for coming up here and especially for being on the show yeah happy to be here thanks again to martha for taking the time to join us and share her insights on what it was like testifying to congress we'll be back in a couple of weeks with the next episode but in the meantime please subscribe give us a five-star review and share the politics of fish podcast with your friends family and colleagues Thanks for listening and tight lines.